Welcome to the Mystic Access Podcast, where the magic is in learning. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this episode of the Mystic Access Podcast. I'm Chris. I'm Kim. And I'm Lisa. And we just wanted to say a couple things. And the first thing is the cord cutting class, as we said in the last episode, it was completed as of the last episode of the Mystic Access Podcast. The class is now a product on the website for anybody who wants to purchase it. If you thought that it interested you and you didn't make the dates or whatever, now you can just purchase the class on our website. If you wanted to be part of it and didn't have the ability for whatever reason, you now can enjoy the material on your own time frame, at your own pace. It's a lot of material. It's over five hours. <laughs> and we really gave you a pretty good swath of material to choose from. So you can check out everything that the class has to offer, or I should say the product now has to offer. It's $39, and you can access that anytime on our website. It's in our blindness education category. And it is available for you anytime you wish. We hope that more of you will find this information to be helpful and useful on your journey towards finding more accessible, affordable TV, movie, show watching (laughs) experiences. For instance, one of the things that we talked about in class was how to activate certain over-the-top services on set-top box. And we talked about what an over-the-top service is in the first session. So don't worry about that because you will find out. But sometimes they do need to be activated on their particular apps or set-top boxes. And we have one instance with YouTube TV where on one device we were trying to activate it. We actually had to use Seeing AI because it gave you a code. And you had to enter said code in order to activate. And there was no way to read it. <laughs> you couldn't read it. We, uh, we took about, it. what, 10 minutes to oh, at least. get the code? because. I had to scan the TV and find the code and have it repeat and slow down and all that good stuff. So Yeah, it was wonderful. Fortunately, you guys don't have to hear any of that because that's all edited out. (laughs) Exactly. But we do talk about things like that because they are things that you need to consider as someone who wants to do this stuff independently. That's one of the things we focus on is getting all this set up as independently as possible. And we set up all our own stuff. (laughs) So that's one of the things that we teach you in the course of this three-module course. So we hope you enjoy learning more about it. And speaking of set-top boxes, one of the set-top boxes that we found in the course of creating our Discovering Terrific TV content product and class was that Roku, or the various line of Roku products, really does not get a lot of love in terms of the accessibility of it. (laughs) And there's valid reasons for that, but at the same time, when we were initially trying to learn about it, it was very difficult for us to find information. Shelly Brisbane had done a demo, but it was like two years old by the time we started looking at it. (laughs) And we were like, we can't really find anything from an accessibility standpoint about this. Well, fear not. Now there is something available, and we created it. (laughs) So if you strictly want to learn about the Roku and the various Roku boxes and sticks and their accessibility and their usability by someone with little or no vision, then we have a program for you. It's an hour-long overview that Chris and I did of the Roku and how to set it up independently and how to navigate its menus and its screens. How to add or remove channels how to launch applications, either from your home screen or talking to the Roku, if your Roku actually has a speech input remote. We talk about the trials that we had in setting up our different Rokus, where I had more success than Kim did, that kind of thing. And they're quite different critters. So we talk about the differences in the various Roku boxes and sticks and what you may want to consider when purchasing one. So we definitely take it through its paces and give you a pretty good comprehensive overview. This is a name-your-own-price product. As we said, it's an hour long. This is one of the few products that we've released that is not Daisy. When you get it, it's very important that you listen to the whole thing sequentially because 
we really do begin with setup and we work our way through. And this is a product where we feel that setup is important enough where it really needs to be listened to first because it can be a little bit, not necessarily complex, but it can have its tricky moments. So definitely, if you're interested in this, it is available, again, in our blindness education category on the website, or you can just type in Roku, R-O-K-U, into the search bar, and it should pop up for you. And it's a name-your-own-price product, so you can get it for, I think, $9.90 something <laughs> or more, and it will be available to you. So if it's something that interests you, definitely check that out as well. And like all of our products, you have a sample that you can listen to. Yes. We don't want you to go into anything cold, so you get some idea as to what it's like before you purchase. As of the recording of this podcast, it is June 1st, 2018. Yay, so happy June! Yay. In, in the Northern Hemisphere, we're starting to have heat. So in the spirit of trying to cool down, I ended up getting a Lasco power fan and i'm going to do an unboxing and describe it and all that good stuff so we're going to insert that now hi everybody i'm here to talk to you about the lasco wind curve fan with fresh air ionizer it's a 42-inch model. The number is 2551. This fan is a tower fan, and it has a remote control as well. Because we are in the summer months in the Northern Hemisphere, I wanted to do a demonstration or unboxing of a nice new tower fan. Let's get started. The box came, and the box is probably 42 inches high. It's a 42-inch fan, and it's very, very thin from left to right and also front to back. It's more of a, a little rectangle than anything. So let's open the box. And I shall do that. And it didn't really come in anything other than the, the fan box. So when it was delivered, um, my mail person, who is wonderful, but she says, oh, you bought a fan. So it, it uh, okay. And let's see what we have. I'm just trying to figure it out here. It's totally a tower, and according to the information on Amazon, this fan can keep a 20 by 20 foot room cool. Very nice. And it's really nothing that I have ever seen. Any of the, the fans that I've ever seen had the blades and they stood on a stand and, and um, this doesn't really look like that. It looks like a tower and the tower is falling over because it has, uh, let me see. Everything's in styrofoam and taped together. It looks like the stand is in two pieces. There's an instruction booklet that I can't read. Okay, there's the remote. The remote has buttons on it that I can feel. The fan has buttons on the, the top, but let me continue on with getting this thing together. I'm taking the other half of the stand out of the packaging. Okay, so the stand is in two 
two pieces and it looks like it's, it's circular and there are nibs on the one side and they kind of go into the holes on the other side this is this seems to be very straightforward seems to be is the keyword oh there it is so I just snapped the two pieces in and there's the stand and of course there's the power supply and the power supply. Is also wrapped in plastic. Crap. The wire is coming out from the bottom, and I'm trying to see if there's a place where, where you can put the wire through this either through the stand or you just put so it looks like. Something's going to be sitting on this wire. So I'm going to actually run the wire underneath. Let me see. I'm going to run the wire through the... Through, there's a little hole in the bottom of the stand. I'm going to run the little wire through the hole in the bottom of the stand. And see if that's how it's supposed to be. It's the only way it logically makes sense. fan just kind of snaps into the stand. Okay, so we got that taken care of. Grab the remote and grab the recorder and I'm going to move the fan closer to the outlet. So I can plug this thing in and see what it does. The fan came off the stand. Uh, so there's got to be a better. There we go. It kind of starts snapping. So I think what I'll do is I'll move the fan and the stand together. And it's got a polarized plug, not a three prong, but it's one of those where the, the one prong is a little bit fatter on the one end than the other. So you got to make sure that your plugs can handle that, which most plugs these days can. There we go. It's plugged in. And then we have on the machine, we have one, two, three four buttons surrounding a circle. So there's a circle and then there's the four buttons that surround it. Kind of like a cursor cross on a remote control for a TV. And I just pressed it and sure enough you can see that it's on. Let's press it again and that turns it off. So the center button turns it on and turns it off. And then we're going to press the button closest to what I'm gathering is the nope, actually the buttons are on the front of the device because the fan is on the front. But it's a whole, it's a circle, it's like a tower. So the buttons are on the front and the fan is pretty much the entire tower except for maybe 
six, eight inches. So let's see if we can't get this thing pushing out some serious air. So I'm gonna press the button near the top or above the circle. Let's see what this does. Let's try the one closest to me. I'm gonna try the one to the right. Okay, that seems to be making the speed changes of the fan. And then I'm gonna to go to the one to the left. doesn't seem to be doing anything, but that doesn't really necessarily mean that it's not. I could be setting timers and things like that. So let's see what this remote looks like. And the remote doesn't have batteries. The remote ha takes two AAA batteries. Maybe in the box. While I was looking for batteries for the remote in the box, I found a bag of screws. See, this is the whole unboxing experience. So we're going to take, they're like thumb screws, and we're going to take them and screw the bottom to the fan. See, this is the adventure of doing an unboxing because I thought that that was a little weird that the tower just sat on the bottom of the stand but as you can hear I'm actually screwing the base onto the bottom of the, the fan with thumb screws so that's really nice and the, the spots it just everything just lined up when I put the bottom base onto the, the fan earlier so I'm just I just have the fan standing on its head and I'm just screwing the base onto the bottom of the fan. So the fan is now sitting safely on its stand screwed together. I have two AAA batteries for the remote and I didn't find them in the box but of course they didn't look hard enough. They may be there, they may be not. But I went and got a couple that I had laying around. So I'm putting them in the usual way. And on the remote, we have one, two, three, four, five buttons. So I'm going to assume that the top button is on and off. And it is. The next button down is, let's see, the speed changes. So it's three speed. And the one, two, three buttons, those final three buttons. Let me see. Oh, isn't that cool? The second button from the bottom turned on the oscillation feature where the fan is is actually turning itself. And it's very, very quiet. So let me see if we can turn that, hit that, and it should stop it from happening and it did the second one from the bottom let's see what it if it does anything fancy I'll need to probably do an update in the podcast when I have somebody with sight and they can tell me what this is doing because it doesn't seem to be doing anything okay let me stop this for a second 
turned it off. Let's see if there's anything else. There is a knob, sort of. It's an up and down thing. Let me see if this makes any difference. Now that the fan is put together, I'm going to sleep on it and come back to you tomorrow with the rest of the buttons because tomorrow I should have some sighted assistance and we shall figure it out. Due to the magic of audio editing, two days seems like about one second. But I am back and I do have a description of buttons and what they do and all that good stuff. So let's start with the device itself. If you remember, there is a circle in the middle and then you have four buttons surrounding that circle. On the top of the circle, you have the ion on and off button. So pressing it once turns it on, pressing it again turns it off. The nice thing about that is if you forget or don't know, you can always just power off your machine. And when you power it back on, the ion is off. So to turn the ion on and you want to be sure, you just press the power button and then press the ion button and that will turn your ion on. On the three o'clock position, you have the fan speed button and there's three speeds. So pressing it one, two, three, and it cycles between the three speeds. Going down at the six o'clock position, you have the oscillating on and off. So obviously you press it and it turns the oscillating on and when you press it again, it turns it off. The center button is of course the on off, the power button, the, the middle of the circle, the circle itself. On the left side, you have a timer and each time you press the timer button, it increments 30 minutes. If I want the fan to go off in 90 minutes, I would press the timer button three times. Each time you press it, it increments 30 minutes up to seven and a half hours. If you're at the seven and a half hour time frame and press the button again, it turns it off. If you're not sure, you can always just power the machine off, power it back on, and start again. If you turn the fan so that the back is facing you, on the top, you'll find a little notch, a little square like notch or hole. That is a place where you can hang the remote. So at the back of the remote, there's a little lip that hangs off and you take the remote and you hang the remote on the back of the fan. And that's just a good place to store the remote. On the remote, you have five buttons in a vertical line and those are power, speed, oscillating, timer, and ion so that's the remote thank you for taking this time and hanging out with me while i unbox this fan and describe how it works as always a link will be in the show notes please note if you purchase this fan from the link in the show notes we will receive a small commission as we are an amazon associate thank you very much and enjoy and keep cool during this hot summer Some of you may remember that a couple years ago, I did a demo of a heater from this same company, a space heater. I've gotten so many nice comments from those of you who have purchased that little heater and who have used it to keep themselves warm and cozy over the winter. So when Chris started thinking about getting a fan, he gravitated towards that brand. And I hope he continues to have great success utilizing it because I still love my little heater. And of course, if you wish to purchase it, link will be made available in the show notes and we do receive a small commission should you purchase from that link because we are an Amazon associate. We're always on the lookout not only for products but for tips and tricks that might help you to either make your life easier or more fun or more productive and this one was one I hadn't thought of in quite a while because I've been using it for years. And I realized that there are many who might not know about it. So I'm going to be demonstrating a really easy way to insert blocks of text on your iOS device. And if that doesn't really make a lot of clear sense right this second, hopefully it will very shortly. If you've ever struggled to add information to your iPhone, iPod Touch, or iPad, or you've simply found it tedious, I'm hoping that today's demo will be of help to you. 
What I'd like to show you today is how with a few taps you can simplify the process of entering text that you use all the time. For purposes of demonstration, I'll be using my iPhone 7 with iOS 11.3. The first thing I will do is open the Settings app and then go to General and then to Keyboard. Once I've found Keyboard, I'll double tap. Select General. Back button. I'm going to start in the top left corner of the screen. General. Back button. And then, for sake of ease, I will just flick right. Keyboards. Heading. Keyboards. Three. Button. Text replacement. Button. And this is the option that we want to explore today. So I'll double tap here. Select keyboards. Back button. What I have now is a list of the text replacements that are on my phone. Some of these I have added myself and some are here by default. To be honest, they've been around long enough, I don't really remember which is which. But let's go ahead and explore just a bit. Text replacement, heading, add, button. Here I can add a phrase and the shortcut text. Table index, adjustable, search, search field. So I can search for my shortcut, I have a table index, and I'm going to keep flicking because I don't have that many. E. Heading. E. 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 Lit. And what this basically said was E. 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 And then my email address. What this means is that when I type the letters E. 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 It will expand the text and insert my email address in that field. Why three E's? Well, it's because nowhere in any word that I know are three E's used together. I find that it's better to use abbreviations or non-standard groups of letters because if you use words, it will expand the text and could cause some confusion. Let's see what else I've got here. L. Heading. LLL. Lisa Salinger. So I've obviously set up another one so that if I type the letter L three times, it will insert my name. O. Heading. OMW. On my way. OTP. I'm on the phone, but will call back as soon as I can. T. Heading. TVM. Thanks very much. TVM. Edit. Button. Those are just some examples. Edit is the last option. And if you want to remove any of these, you can double tap edit and do so. So let me show you how to add these shortcuts and where they might be helpful. Add button. I'm on the add button. I'll double tap. Add text field is editing. Insertion point at start. Let's now explore this screen. Text replacement. Back button. Text replacement. Heading. Save. Dimmed. Button. Phrase. Text field. Is editing. Character mode. Insertion point at start. Shortcut. Optional. Text field. Create a shortcut that will automatically expand into the word or phrase as you type. Q. Put back. And that is the beginning of my QWERTY keyboard. Now I'm not sure why the shortcut text is optional because it wouldn't really do much to just have the phrase and not the shortcut text. In this case, I'm going to show you how to create a shortcut with an email address. Shortcut, phrase, text field, is editing, character mode, insertion point at start. And I'm going to type now. I am not terribly fast with the on-screen keyboard, which again makes this all the more valuable. L L O I I S S Q A A Text replacement heading text re text replacement heading save phrase text field is editing Lisa Mysticaxis.com insertion point at end shortcut optional text field I'm going to double tap to enter the edit field insertion point at end and since this is a mystic access email, I'm going to 
put in M. 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 And it's confirming my letters, so it sounds like I've put in six M's when in actuality I have only put in three. Three of three Wi-Fi text replacement. Back button. Text re save button. Now I'm going to save this. Save keyboards. Back button. OTP. OMTO. MMM. Lisa at mysticaxis.com. And I touched the screen and flicked back to see if that was done. You can, of course, insert quite longer pieces of text. I've been meaning to do this for a while and saved it for this demonstration. Often, when I use Uber or Lyft, I send my driver a message to let him or her know that I'm totally blind and using a white cane and that I'm out in front of the building or the house. In this case, I want a generic message that I can use for either service, so let's do this. Add button. I'm back on the add button and I will double tap. Text field is editing. Insertion point at start. Now, I'll dictate. Space. Dictate. I am totally blind, comma, and I use a white cane, period. I will be waiting out front, period. Thank you, exclamation point. Inserted I am. I will be waiting out front. Thank you. Well, the dictation did not work that well at this point, partly because I'm using a Bluetooth speaker to magnify the sound of my iPhone. I'm going to edit this so that it says what I want it to, so I'm going to double tap to get to the top of the edit field. Insertion point at start. Words. Cap I. M period. Return. Delete. Period. I wanted to get that period space, out of there. Space. Character edit. Headings. Braille screen input. Landscape. Tape. Tabletop mode. T. O. T. A. L. L. Y. Tally. B. L. A. -a. Blind. N. N. U. A. E. U. A. A. W. I. T. E. White. C. A. N. E. D. D. King. Phrase. Tech phrase. Text field is editing. I am totally blind and use a white cane. I will be waiting out front. Thank you. Insertion point between space. Okay, so now my text is the way that I want it. Shortcut. Optional. Text field. And I'm going to double tap again to enter the text edit field. Insertion point at end. And in this case, I'm going to use three T's for travel. T, 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 T. That could also be for transportation. If you only use one or the other, you could use Uber or Lyft, but I like these three letter sequences because I don't use too many of these, primarily because if I use too many, I think I would forget what they stood for. Save button. And I'm going to save. Save keyboards. Back button. Now I'm going to press home to get out of here completely. Set. Utilities folder. 50. Books folder. And I've done that a few times and I'm on my home screen, so now I'm going to open messages. Doc. Messages. One unread message. I have opened up a text message conversation that was already going on and I'm double tapping and that has put me in the text message field. Now I'm going to type the letters T, T, T. You'll notice that it says the first one is capitalized. However, the case of the letters does not seem to matter. Cap Y. Cap T. Cap T. 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 Now if I were to send the message like this, unfortunately what I would get is T, T, T. Because it has popped up a suggestion, but to actually apply it you need to press space. Space. Message. Text field. Is editing. I am totally blind and use a white cane. I will be waiting out front. Thank you. Insertion point at end. And now I could send my message. Sometimes you may not want that space there, and so that is a little tedious. You have to type the three letters, press space, it will apply the suggestion, and then you sometimes need to backspace to clear out that extra space. 
One other slightly inconvenient thing is that you cannot use this to enter passwords or passcodes, much like you would have when you power on your phone. But for most things, this is a great time saver and also helps in situations where maybe there's a lot of background noise. For example, I might find that it's too noisy to reliably dictate that message to my Lyft or Uber driver, and my on-screen typing is slow enough that it would take a long time. With something like this, it's very simple, very straightforward, and not too much trouble. For me, the biggest trouble is just remembering which abbreviations I've used for which item. If you find this helpful, then I would encourage you to check out our iOS training which is available from our website. We have lots of helpful knowledge and experience which can allow you to get the most out of your iPhone, iPod Touch, or iPad. I, for one, really appreciated that demo because it reminds me that there are often shortcuts to make our lives easier that we don't necessarily think about. So when someone else, in this case you, gets to point that out to me and remind me of those things, it can often be a very welcome experience. <laughs> In the spirit of that, we are soon going to be sharing with you, beginning in our June free class, more goodies along those lines. Just a heads up, we are having this class a little early this month. Generally, we have tended to gravitate toward the last Thursday of the month, but we are headed into convention season and know that many of you are traveling. So this class will be held Thursday, June 21st. You'll want to be subscribed to our events list for more details. But this class is on a topic that has always interested me, and that is ways to input information onto your iDevice. So we're going to be talking about the on-screen keyboard and Braille screen input and Bluetooth keyboards and... I think there are like eight different, seven or eight different methods that you can use to get text onto your screen with varying degrees of ease and learning. And we're just going to go through and weigh the pros and cons of each of these methods and hopefully keep you interested in the process. Many of you have asked for more iOS-related classes and resources, and we look forward to offering you more in the future. So please stay tuned because we do have some, I think, fairly exciting things coming down the pike. Absolutely. We're always excited to explore new territory and share new goodies with you and are really looking forward to this. So that is our June class, and definitely stay tuned, as Lisa said, to events. And we will let you all know when we have that scheduled and get you the joining information for it. And we are excited to offer it to you. Speaking of your questions, we've received compliments regarding the interactive phone catalog that we had. And people are interested in the text-to-speech voice that we chose to use. Where did you get Catherine from? And how can I get Catherine? Can I buy her for myself and use her on my own computer? And the answer is yes. Absolutely. Catherine is our phone catalog's text-to-speech voice, for those who are unfamiliar. And she is from a company called Sarah Proc, C-E-R-E-P-R-O-C. And we wanted to provide you with more information about the Sarah Proc voices and what they're like and how lifelike they sound. So... What we've done is create an insert for you about those and how you can purchase them, show you a little more about the company, and give you a taste of what they're like, and more information on how you can get one for your own Mac or PC or Android device. So we hope you enjoy this. Hi everyone, welcome to this demo of Sarah Proc Voices. Sarah Proc is a company based in Edinburgh, Scotland and they provide a lot of very lifelike voices from which you can choose for whatever application you might want. They are available for Android for incredibly affordable prices. We're talking less than $5 a voice. The one complaint that I have both had and heard with Seraproc voices on Android is that they can be sluggish under TalkBack. 
and I don't think it's necessarily just a talkback issue. However, the faster your processor, the more RAM you have, the better experience you are likely to have with your Seraproc voices. The way I like to use them under Android particularly is to utilize them as reading voices. So for instance, if you're using Voice Dream Reader, which is a paid app that you can utilize through Android, they work awesome <laughs> and they sound great. So if you want your main voice to be a Seraproc voice, you can do that. And you can have your Seraproc voice read to you through the Voice Dream Reader application. So that's awesome and fun. You can get them for Windows and for Mac as well. So you have that option. One of the things that they pride themselves on at Seraproc is to have voices that have emotion and character built into them. So they're very flexible, they sound very human, and they do a really great job. What prompted this particular demo is the fact that since we have started our phone catalog, we've received a lot of compliments on the Seraproc Catherine voice that we utilize. And she is an American female voice. And she does sound really terrific. And we've gotten a lot of inquiries as to who she is and where we got her and how others can get her to. Well, she is available for both individuals and businesses. And there is also a developer license that one can get for the Seraproc voices. So if you are a business, you can get a license that you pay for annually. And you can utilize any Seraproc voice that you get in whatever way you wish. We have Catherine and we're probably going to buy some more <laughs> because they sound totally fantastic and we really enjoy utilizing them in demos as well. So if you wish to download and utilize the Seraproc voice, either for Windows, Mac, or Android, we are going to provide you information on what they sound like and how you can get them. I'm on the Seraproc website. Seraproc is C-E-R-E-P-R-O-C and the site I'm on is seraproc.com and I'm at a page on the site, and the site page that I am on is C-E-R-E-P-R-O-C dot com slash products slash voices. So slash products slash voices. Because on this particular page of the site, there are some samples that you can listen to of the available Seraproc voices. Now just to note, I am using the Windows 10 Core Voice Mark because I want to show you the difference between Mark and some of the Seraproc voices in terms of their quality too. So I'm using Mark as my primary voice here and not Catherine, even though I could because we have a business license for her. But I'm using Mark and then I'm going to play you some samples of some of these voices and then I'll also be showing you some other interesting things on the website. So I'm going to the top of the page. Welcome to the Spelling Errors Your Voice Demo. And Enter is, text here and press play. Welcome to the Sear Voice demo. Enter text here and press play. We're going to do that. You can actually demo any of the Seraproc voices that you wish with your own text, which is very cool. And we are going to do that momentarily. Right now, though, I'm going to move down this page by heading. Navigation landmark list with two items menu link heading level one. So there's your menu. Sear PROC voices heading level two. And then here is Seraproc voices. I'm just going to read this to you. Try out the... Link demo bar at the top of the page to test out our voices with your own text. Most of these voices are available to link download today. So there's a download link where you can go to download voices and we'll actually go there in a moment. Seer PROC offers a range of voices in many accents. We can create amazing new voices quickly due to our innovative link voice creation system. Many of our voices are built exclusively for specific customers and applications. The samples below demonstrate Seer PROC's non-exclusive range of voices. Heading Level 2 Voice Demos At Seer PROC we like to put our voices through their paces. So rather than the standard Hello My Name Is Samples we have chosen material that allows their individual personalities to shine through Separator Heading Level 2 Scottish Voices So they have voices with different dialects and we're going to read about their Scottish voices in particular because they're based in Edinburgh. Seer PROC is based in Edinburgh, Scotland, and we are very proud of our Scottish voices. The Scottish accent has achieved the highest level of acceptability across a range of accredited surveys. This is one reason Scotland has long been the location of choice for contact center operations. Heading level 4 Seer PROC Heather. This is Sarah Proc Heather, and she has a special place in my heart because I actually bought her for Windows years and years ago. She was the first Seraproc voice that I personally purchased. Button play. And here's her little player, and let's listen to her for a moment. Pause. 
The Loch Ness Monster is an alleged creature purportedly inhabiting Loch Ness in Scotland. Popular interest and belief in the animal has fluctuated since it was brought to the world's attention in 1933. Evidence of its existence is largely anecdotal, with minimal and much disputed photographic material and sonar readings. Sir PROC Stewart heading level 4. If I move down by heading, I go to Sarah Proc Stewart, and we'll play a little bit of Stewart. Button play. He's a Scottish voice as well. Isla Malt Whiskey is Scotch whiskey made on Isla, one of the southernmost of the Inner Hebridean Islands, located off the west coast of Scotland. Isla is one of five whiskey distilling localities and regions in Scotland whose identity is protected by law. There are eight active distilleries and the industry is the island's second largest employer after agriculture. There are several other samples of voices on this page. Other British English voices heading level 2. Sir PROC Sarah heading level 4. There's Sarah Proc Sarah. Sir PROC William heading level 4. William. Sir PROC Jess heading level 4. And Jess. I'll play you just a smidge of Jess. Button play. Sarah Proc has developed the world's most advanced text-to-speech technology. Our core product, Sarah Voice, is available on any platform, from mobile and embedded devices to desktops and servers. We can also build custom voices faster and more efficiently than anyone else. Our voices have character. And then I'm going to move down to the next heading. Irish voice heading level 2. There's an Irish voice, Caitlin. Sir PROC Caitlin heading level 4. U.S. English Voices Heading Level 2. There are U.S. Voices. Sir PROC Andy Heading Level 4. There's Andy. Sir PROC Megan Heading Level 4. Megan. Emotion and Character Heading Level 2. And then here's a heading all about emotion and character. Now there are other voices than what are listed here on this page, and I'm going to show you more of the voices available from Sarah Proc in a moment, but I just wanted to show you a little bit of what you can see on this page so there are other voices that you can listen to. We're going to play with a couple more in the demo in a moment, but let's read about emotion and character. Sir PROC is committed to developing innovative new text-to-speech technologies. We believe that speech synthesis could, and should, be used more widely than today. We believe that creating characterful, engaging, emotional voices is the key to making this happen. Heading level 4 come in friendly Claire, Sir PROC Heather. And then they show you some examples of utilizing their voices with character, so you can listen to those. That's Calm and Friendly Claire, and that's done with the Sarah Proc Heather voice. Angry Roger, Sir PROC William, heading level 4. Angry Roger, which is done with the Sarah Proc William voice. Celebrity voices heading level 2. They have some celebrity voices, including some <clears throat> presidents and former presidents, and a former Californian governor who you may be familiar with as well. And then once we pass the celebrity voices, we come to a heading called Languages Heading Level 2. And you can learn about Seraproc voices in other languages. Sir PROC Ilva Heading Level 4. Including that one. About Sir PROC Heading Level 2. And then you can learn about Seraproc. You can contact them. You can check out their blog. Follow them on social media, etc. I want to go to the very top of the page now. Banner Landmark Text Input Section Editable Welcome to the Spelling Error Seer Voice Demo. Enter text here and press play. So here is their text demo. I'm going into it. I'm using NVDA. And I'm going to Unselected. say... Hi, this is some sample text Kim is using for the Mystic Access Seraproc Voice Demo. I'm going to press tab. Button play. There's my play button, but I don't want to play yet. Button. Button. I'm scrolling down past these unlabeled buttons. Don't worry about those. Choose a voice form landmark link Heather. English. Scotland. And we can choose a voice here. Well, we already heard Heather, so I'm going to press enter on this choose a voice. And now I should be able to arrow down. List with 48 items English. And I can choose from all their available voices. Link Adam. English. United States. Here's a U.S. voice, and this is Adam. We haven't heard him yet, and he's actually a fabulous voice. So I'm going to press enter on Adam, and now I'm going to scroll back up and press play. Button read this page. Button stop. Button play. Here's play. Hi, this is some sample text Kim is using for the Mystic Access Seraproc voice demo. So there's what Adam sounds like. Text input. I'm going to edit my text a bit and add to it. Blank. And say... We hope you enjoy listening to these voices. 
So let's choose another voice. Choose a voice form landmark Adam, English, United States, link. And I'm going to click on Adam, and now I'm going to scroll down. List with four, link Adam, link Andy, link Caitlin, English, Ireland, link Claire, English, Lancashire, link Dodo, English, Scotland. And notice that the voices are in alphabetical order by first name. Link Giles, English, England. Giles is one of my favorites, so I'll play you him since we've only heard one other English voice. English as in Britain. Hi, this is some sample text Kim is using for the Mystic Access Seraproc voice demo. We hope you enjoy listening to these voices. I want to play you a couple more American voices, but first I'm going to change my text again. So I'm going to pause and do that. Here's another American voice I want to show you. Link Hannah, English, United States. Here's Hannah. Button play. We certainly hope you're enjoying the Mystic Access podcast. We strive to bring you fun, entertaining and informative demos and fun conversation. Let's do one more. Link Nathan, English, United States. We'll show you Nathan. We certainly hope you're enjoying the Mystic Access podcast. We strive to bring you fun, entertaining and informative demos and fun conversation. I actually do want to show you one more voice. They have some really fun ones in here, too. And one of the ones that always makes me giggle is Nicole. She is an English voice with a very French accent. Link Nicole, English, France. So here she is, English, France. We certainly hope you're enjoying the Mystic Access podcast. We strive to bring you fun, entertaining and informative demos and fun conversation. And notice that she pronounces a lot of things. Either she says them in French, or she pronounces them in a very, very Francais way. I just think she's funny. There are some voices kind of like her that are more novelty voices. They are fun. They have character. They are incredibly enjoyable. Now, I want to go back to where you choose a voice. Choose a voice form landmark, Nicole. English, France, Link. I'm going to click on that. And notice we had all the English voices. List with 48 items, Link, Nuria, Catalan, Hispania. But we have others, too. We have Catalan. Dutch. We have Dutch. Link Ada, Dutch, Netherlands. Then we have... French. Link Laurent, French, France. Link Suzanne, French, France. Gaelic. Link Kited, Gaelic, Scotland. I had no idea they had a Scots Gaelic voice. Wow. German. Link Alex, German, Germany. Link Gudrun, German, Germany. Link Leopold, German, Austria. Italian. Link Laura, Italian, Italia. So there are a lot of voices available from a lot of different countries. So there's a lot to check out here. I think this said there was a list of 48 voices. So there's close to 50 voices that you can choose from. And speaking of choosing voices, let's go take a peek at how you purchase them. Download link. I moved back to that download Mozilla link Firefox. that we saw earlier Unknown. on the page. Mozilla Firefox. And my Firefox is talking to me. <laughs> store Seer PROC text to speech document. So we've loaded the store page now, and I'm going to tell you exactly what this URL is. Nav HTTPS slash slash www.seerproc.com slash n slash slandingen blank. So we're just going to spell that. N slash com slash. So it's dot com. O M slash slash E N E N. Slash. Slash. S. L. A. N. S. L. A. N. D. I. N. G. D. I. N. G. E. N. E. N. Blank. So let's move down to the store heading. Navigation landmark list with two items menu link heading level 1. Store heading level 2. Visited link Windows voices. And from here you can choose. Do you want Windows voices? Visited link. Link Mac OS Voices. Mac OS Voices. Link. Link Android Voices. Android Voices. Link. Link Voice Cloning. Voice Cloning. Link. Visited Link Audio Distribution. Audio Distribution. Visited Link. Link Personal Voices. Personal Voices. Link. Link Developer Program. Developer Program. Link. Link Cloud Credits. Cloud Credits. Link. Heading Level 2 About Seer PROC. List with four items link about. And then you're down to the About Sarah Proc. So we basically need to choose one of these. About Sarah P. Store heading. Visited link Windows Voices. And I'm just going to choose Windows Voices. And it's going to load me a new page. Loading document. W Windows Voices Sarah Proc text to speech document busy. 
Banner Landmark Text Input Section. And I'm just going to press Control and move down to... W Windows Voices Heading Level 2. The Windows Voices Heading. Sear PROCs V4.0 SAPI Voices are compatible with Microsoft SAPI 5 and are supported on Windows XP, Windows Vista, Windows 7, 32-bit and 64-bit, Windows 8, Windows 8.1 and Windows 10. They appear in the Windows Text-to-Speech Control Panel. All voices are 48K Hz for excellent clarity and naturalness. So it tells you a bit about the voices. Download size and disk space usage are around 100 megabytes, 150 megabytes. They're pretty big. We recommend using our SAPI voices on systems with at least a 1 GHz processor and 256 megabytes RAM. Tells you what the system specs need to be to run these voices? Please note these voices are for personal use only, e.g. a home user on their own PC. 4. Commercial use of SEER PROC voices, or if you wish to distribute audio to third parties, please see our visited link commercial use slash audio broadcast voices page. And that is where Mystic Access went to get our Catherine voice for the catalog. Heading level 3 link Adam, American English, voice for Windows. So here are all their voices. Notice they have nice heading navigation. Price, £25.99. The price is in pounds and pence. Link click for a sample of Adam. You can listen to samples. General American male voice Adam for Windows MS SAP 5 And it gives you a little blurb about Adam. Button add to cart. You can add him to your cart. List with five items link. 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 Here are some unlabeled links. And they don't read if you shift tab and tab either. Link. Out of list separator. Heading level three link Caitlin. Irish English. Voice for Windows. So here's Caitlin. Price. 25 pounds and 99 pence. According to you'll be paying around $34.68 per voice. They sound fantastic, and we can move through other voices. Giles, Southern English, voice for Windows link heading level 3. Hannah, Heather, Isabella, Jack, Jess, Catherine, Kirsty. You get the idea. <laughs> and you can scroll down through all of the voices available. Lauren, Megan, pages heading level 2. And when you get down past Megan, who's an American voice, you have a pages heading. List with six items, one. And you're on page one, but there are... Link 2. Link 3. Other pages as well. About Sear PROC heading level 2. And then if you move down, there's About Sarah Proc and you're back to the About link. But that gives you an idea, and it shows you how you can purchase them on your own and for yourself. You will receive emails with your voice links in them, and you can download them. They're very easy to install. They do take, as it said, between 100 and 150 megs if you're downloading them on a Windows computer, and probably about the same for Mac OS. Please note that Mystic Access doesn't make a dime from recommending these to you. We love them. We're impressed by them, and we really want to share them with you. Many of you whom we have spoken to about the Seraproc voices have never heard of Seraproc, and we really want to change that. We have a large audience, and we want to share these voices and their availability with as many of you as possible. So if you like this podcast, and particularly this episode, please do tell your friends to subscribe and to go visit the Seraproc site, and you can learn more. They have fantastic customer support. If you have any problems, you can email them, and you can learn a lot on their website as well. So again, the website is seraproc.com, C-E-R-E-P-R-O-C.com, and you can learn all about their voices, check them out, and buy some for yourself. Happy listening. Hello, Kim. This is Catherine. I am taking a minute away from reading the interactive phone catalog to thank you for introducing my brothers and sisters. Now, off to read the catalog. Catherine, get back to work. (laughs) So with that, we would like to wish you a beautiful beginning to your June. Don't know how June is here already, but we hope you certainly enjoy yours and that you have enjoyed the information provided in this podcast episode. We look forward to talking to you again in two weeks. Bye. 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 The preceding podcast is a presentation of Mystic Access, where the magic is in learning. To contact us, please visit www.mysticaccess.com.
Call us, 716-543-3323, and press 2 to reach our Mystic Access Podcast comment line. Email us at show at mysticaccesspodcast.com, and follow us on Twitter at twitter.com slash mysticaccess. Would you like to spread the word about our podcasts? Please tell your friends and colleagues to visit us at www.mysticaccesspodcast.com. If you enjoy what you hear on our podcasts, feel free to leave us an iTunes rating and review. We certainly appreciate those. Also, you may feel free to use our podcasts in your own RSS feed. Just be sure that all of our contact information is left intact. Thanks for spreading the word, and thanks for listening. We hope that you have enjoyed this episode.